Hello and welcome back to another episode of DTL Playbook Podcast. This is Shane Haas, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about the ups and downs and ins and outs of being a director of therapy and inpatient rehab. In this episode, we're going to talk about payroll processing, and it, it probably sounds like a super exciting topic, and it is just as exciting as you would probably expect it to be. Of course, it is not exciting. It is a, a little bit boring, but it, it is required that we keep up with this. So we want to put this on our daily list of non-negotiables. It's something that we want to process every day so we don't get behind. It's easier to keep up with it day to day because everything's still fresh in your memory bank. If you wait too long, you're going to have a harder time trying to fix uh, some of the problems that might occur as you process that payroll. So put it on your daily uh, non-negotiable must-do list to take care of it every day. Payroll is usually processed the day after. Um, so we're going to process today the payroll from yesterday. And we'll go into uh, the different steps of processing that payroll. You'll probably want to work out of two different systems. You're going to work in your payroll system online. And then you're also going to work in your staffing calendar. It should be noted that payroll processing and HPPD go kind of hand in hand. So when you are going to process your payroll, you should do it and link it together. At the same time, you're going to process HPPD because many of the steps carry over from performing those two different functions. So in payroll, when you get into the payroll system, you're going to look to confirm time. So when you get in that system, you're going to see all of your employees are going to start with a red X. So you want to scan and look at their punches and make sure that they're accurate. If they're missing any punches, then go ahead and reach out to the, the staff that is missing those punches and try to get those times corrected. When you are correcting times, you do want to have a missed punch form that the employee will fill out and leave with you that they sign and date. And that serves as your backup in case there's any uh, misunderstandings, then you have a, a manual backup to go in and say, hey, this is why I changed those times in the payroll system. So make sure you're getting those missed punch forms completed for any of the punches that you have to modify and alter in the payroll system. But once the times look accurate and there's no missed punches, the next step in that is to go, did this employee work in any different cost centers from where they're typically based out of? So when an employee is hired, they're either going to be hired for inpatient or outpatient, but they're going to be attached to a cost center at that point. So example cost centers include for physical therapy inpatient, that's a cost center 200. Occupational therapy in inpatient is 201, and speech language pathology is going to be in 202 if they're working in inpatient. If they are hired for outpatient, and that would lump together all three groups of therapists, speech, PT, and OT, they're all going to be based out of cost center 490. So there are a few uh, of us that have even multiple facilities. So we're going to have different facility codes. But we just want to make sure that we're getting those hours in the payroll system assigned to the cost centers that they go to. So we, when we run our cost reports, they're going to be accurate and show how much expense it takes to keep each of these different service lines up and running. So when you're satisfied that the punches are accurate and that the hours are in the cost centers that they belong to, then you'll confirm that time in the payroll system and that'll change it from a red X to a green check mark. 
At the same time, you want to take those hours from each of your employees and bring those hours out of the payroll system and add them into your staffing calendar. So based on who the employee is, there's going to be a cell in that spreadsheet for your staffing calendar that corresponds to the day that you're processing. So you'll take that time and just manually enter it into your, your staffing calendar. If the therapist is working, say it's an inpatient therapist helping an outpatient, then make sure you enter that time differential in the section of your staffing calendar that's for inpatient helping an outpatient, or vice versa. If they're outpatient helping an inpatient, then you wanna take that time and put it in that section of the staffing calendar. So that way, when you process your HPPD, it's gonna count appropriately towards your inpatient productivity measure or your outpatient productivity measure. And the next step in processing your payroll is to get your visit count from outpatient. And you're gonna look just at your outpatient schedule from yesterday and just take a manual total of how many visits were, were made and kept and received. And you're gonna take that total and, and put it into your staffing calendar. Truly, that's not part of your payroll, um, but it is gonna be the, the stage where it's easiest to capture this, this data and put it into the spreadsheet to help compute your outpatient productivity. So get in that staffing calendar, get the correct time, put in the correct spots. Once you've transferred your hours, you confirmed your punches, and you've got everything as it should be in your payroll system, and you have everything as it should be in your staffing calendar, then you've completed your payroll processing. On a daily standpoint, that's what you'll wanna do every day for processing your payroll. But then there's a rhythm to every couple of weeks when payroll is gonna be finalized and we're gonna get paychecks. We wanna go back in and review all of our punches from the current pay period. So at this point, all of our punches should be confirmed, but we're just gonna make sure that nothing was overlooked and that all the punches are indeed in there the way that we expect them to be so it'll be ready for HR to process on Monday morning. If there is a mistake or something got overlooked, then that whole line will highlight yellow. So it'll be easy as you scan through each of your employees for that two week period, you'll be able to see that yellow highlighted line and you'll know, hey, I missed something. Let me go back in there and fix that. One thing to be careful of is if somebody enters ETO and if you total up their punches for the rest of the week, if that ETO comes in at eight hours and that puts them into overtime, you're going to want to reduce that ETO down from eight hours to maybe seven hours and some change or six hours and some change to get them at a 40 hour work week. We don't want to use ETO to to affect uh, an employee getting into overtime. It's better to reduce that time down and keep them at that 40 hours for the week. The other part on processing payroll is just to look in there and and view and approve upcoming vacation time. So when you have staff that are requesting the day off, once you approve that, you wanna make sure in your staffing calendar that you have that noted in there as ETO. So shorthand for us on the staffing calendar is if the employee tells me, hey, I'm planning to take uh, X, Y, or Z day off, I'll go in there and put an ETO question mark and I won't change that from the question mark to just the straight ETO until I've approved it in, in the uh, payroll system online. So really that's our episode. So that'll get you the basics on processing payroll. It gives you the steps to follow to make sure that you're, you're keeping it uh, 
accurate and current every single day, as well as going in every couple of weeks when it's time to run payroll and making sure everything's ready to go for your HR department. If you have any questions, please reach out and look forward to bringing you uh, new episodes of DTO Playbook Podcast in the future. Thank you.